when you start a business, everyone wants to give you advice. Mm-hmm. Everyone gives you advice. And no one's ever done it. <laughs> so they, you know, and you take this advice from everywhere. And then when I found Exforces, what was nice is I was speaking to people who know how to run businesses, but know about Exforces people as well. Yes. You know, because some of the people you support have, yeah. you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, maybe a missing lady, you know, gone through horrific events, but we all have the similar drive. We've all yeah. got appetite for risk. You know, we, we're not risk averse, things like that. Yeah. And that's quite, these are similar things to being an entrepreneur as well. Since 2013, X-Forces Enterprise has been helping members of the military community to start their business journey through training, mentoring, funding, and ongoing support and connections. From service leavers and veterans to spouses and other family members, X-Forces Enterprise has supported thousands of people, many of whom have incredible stories of success and overcoming adversity. This series of podcasts celebrates their achievements and seeks to demonstrate what can be achieved when you combine the unique ethos and aptitude of the armed forces community with the right support network. The series is hosted by the founder and CEO of X-Forces Enterprise, Lieutenant Colonel Ren Kapur, MBE. I've known PJ for quite some time now, and you was at the Princess of Wales Royal Regiment when you were brand spanking new, right out of uh, uh, service. Uh, Tell me, what actually got you to join the armed forces, and what was it like after you left? Yeah, so I mean, um, for for me, uh, my father was in in the forces, his dad was in the forces, we came from a a, a military background, um, and uh, I did have a good time at school, as many children don't actually, moving around every couple of years. Um, fortunately for me, uh, academically I didn't do very well at all and I left at maybe at an earlier stage than most would have. Uh, made a decision to, to join the army, which was always my ambition. And my ambition was to join my local regiment. So I joined the Prince of Wales Regiment, two PBRRs, a bit of a mouthful. And um, went on that journey and, I, and, I, and when I joined the army I found a bit of sense of belonging. Yeah. Um, and, and a bit of purpose as well, really. I didn't really mm. know what I wanted to do. And, and the thing with the army, it's, it's a funny old world. You sort of, it's not a job you join. It's sort of a, a thing you do. It's a way of life. It's, it's, it's sort of your mates and things like that, you know. So, so I did that for, for a few years. Uh, and after just about five years or so, I, I decided actually that for me, I've met my sort of now wife. Yeah. Um, I was 26 and I had to make a decision. Do I stay in yeah. or, or, or do, do I leave uh, now and take what I've gained from the forces out into the, into the wide civilian world? So... Yeah, made that decision and, and left at 26. Was it a scary decision? Yeah, awful. Um, because you sign, I mean, you, um, yeah. many of your listeners will know, you sign off, you're seven clicks of freedom, they call it, and, and you sign off and then it's a, a, up to a year. Mm. It's not like a semi job where it's four weeks, it's up to a year you wait, you know, before you're actually allowed to leave. And, um, you know, there's mm-hmm. lots of temptation to come back in. There's this whole thing about, in the army, about um, the other, what's it like on the other, it's not always green, the grass is not green on the other side. Yeah. Yeah. But for, in civilian world, it's easy to say, well, I'll try that job and jump back into another job. Yeah. But in the army, when you leave, you're leaving a whole thing. It's not, it's not like you're leaving a job and you can always go back to something similar. You, yeah. you generally leave and that's you. Um, so, yeah, it's a, a big, big step. Um, and I was offered some, some money, actually, by, by, by a fund. But due to government cutbacks, you know, unfortunately, yeah. that, that got taken away from me. So me and my wife had 1,100 quid and an idea. Right. And that was to put broadband on building sites. Yeah. Um, and uh, we went for it. And uh, it didn't go as to planned, I suppose. I mean, what I thought was great. I mean, I, I knew one half of the business, which is I've got a, a, a solution to a really great challenge. Yes. That's only half of running a business. Yes. The bit people don't understand is 
what about a VAT return or uh, what's a contract or yeah. marketing? What is marketing? This thing people talk about. So that was a, a really big challenge for us. And I think we struggled for a good year. You know, I'd go and visit one construction site, put my kit on there. Couldn't afford to do another site, had yeah. no capital. And then, then I found you guys, you yeah. know. How did you find us? I still, I still try. I think we sort of found each other. Exactly. I think it was through. Um, I, I knew that you know you guys started at similar times when I started doing yeah. you know, sort of in a sort of weird sort of yeah. turn of events. So there was lots of PR being done on my ex forces yeah. and an outreach program to support yeah. people. Literally. I think I've done some um, of my sort of friends that have been in the forces with me That's sort right. of go through that sort of yeah. journey as well of coming to you guys yeah. and I've had a great thing. But what I really love about ex forces, it's funny when you start a business, everyone wants to give you advice. Mm-hmm. Everyone gives you advice. And no one's ever done it. <laughs> you know, and you take this advice from everywhere. And then when I found Exforces, what was nice is I was teaching to people who know how to run businesses, but know about Exforces people as well. Yes. You know, because some of the people you support have, yeah. you know, post-traumatic stress disorder, maybe I'm missing Lydia, got through horrific events, but we all have the similar drive. We've all yeah. got appetite for risk. You know, we're not risk averse, things like that. Yeah. And that's quite, these are similar things to being an entrepreneur as well, I think. Yeah. So, I think, um, and I think you're you're absolutely right, PJ. Because one of the things that you know, of the people that you've either been working with in terms of the X Forces uh, Enterprise team, mm. or the people that we've actually introduced you to, yeah, they've been through some similar experiences and not mm. always smooth. So no. they've been through some of the bumps, and yeah. those learning from the bumps is just as important as learning from you know the things that have worked basically. Yeah. And you sort of end up sort of learning from each other. I think. Yeah. Have you found that uh, you've met people through the uh, through the network? Yeah. yeah I think what's, I think every business leader who who, who sort of watches will, will agree with me that as a business leader, you are the top of escalation. You know, you can't escalate harder than you. Yeah. Uh, and it's really easy for people in my business. You know, there's thirty of us now. I've got managers there. When there's a problem, they go to the next person up. Yeah. But I've got no one to escalate to. So when I found this club of ex-forces, it's, 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 it's people like me. Mm. We, we, we're kind of, because uh, we've got this mutual sort of code of honour, brother, yeah. brothers type thing. We'll, we'll share, we'll talk to each other yeah. about our challenges in a really open forum. Yeah. But also we get each other from a sort of a military background point of view as well. So yeah. it's really nice to have an opportunity, an open forum to have conversations with, with your peers. Yes. And we all want the same thing. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's kind of a counselling space in a weird kind of way. <laughs> and actually for many, it probably is actually, yeah. if I'm honest. Um, and it's nice to be able to have that opportunity to speak to, yeah. you know, people you serve and stuff. So, yeah. There's one thing I've got, just got to, got to ask you, yeah. and that is the idea of your business mm. and how that came about, because that's fascinating in itself. Yeah, most people think, how does an infantry soldier go to running a national communications company? Yes. <laughs> and I ask myself this question too. Uh, <laughs> but no, the reason, the way we started the company was, uh, quite simply, I was, in, I was based in the Falkland Islands, I was sent out there on a, on a QRF um, and uh, whilst we were in the Falkland Islands, um, I was with penguins, <laughs> would you believe? And I took a photo of these penguins and I sent them back to my father-in-law. In fact, that photo was in my office today. Um, and I sent this photo back to my father-in-law, emailed it back to him. And when he received it, he's a Britain contractor. And when he received the photo, he wasn't impressed by the photo of me with the penguins. <laughs> he was impressed that I was able to get the photo back to him. And his comment to me was, how the hell, and I won't, oh, you might have to believe, but how the hell do you get broadband in the bloody South Pole? <laughs> but I can't get broadband on my site in Guildford. <laughs> and almost in that moment, your idea was born. We yeah. thought, well, if we can do it here, we can do it there. Yeah. And, you know, that's where the entrepreneur, then that's what I think you have it in you, don't you? That yeah. thing, well, well, how do we do it here? And how do we yeah. do it there? So, you know, that's how we started the company, really. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, thank God for penguins, really. Yeah. And thank God for that posting. Yeah. So, no, that's... Well, 
Do you know what? I always say some of the greatest things that uh, we have, especially around technology and various other things, have been born out of the armed forces community. This is exactly yeah. that. I'm so proud of you. Well, like your previous guest, how, how does he get into honey? You know, it's so, it's so, you just almost fall into these things, really. Yeah. It's almost these eureka moments. But I think we're always, as military people, looking for, um, you know, improvise, adapt, and overcome is one of the most commonly used phrases yeah. in the forces, but also looking for opportunities and overcoming challenges and stuff. And yeah. there we in go. Your DNA? Yeah, maybe it is. Yeah, it must be. Yeah. <laughs> but now you can speak. I'm, I'm going to remind you about a little story. Okay. okay? And it was very early on. Yeah. And uh, somebody had, uh, and I won't say any names, but okay. somebody had um, convinced you um, that you should sign up to a big uh, exhibition. Mm-hmm. And you weren't quite ready, but they said, don't worry about it. You can come out of it whenever you want. But, um, oh, God. Yeah. Do you remember? I and you know, signed yeah. away. However. Oh. <laughs> yeah, bless yeah. you. And that this one, the reason for telling the story is that the armed forces are really trusting and yeah massively and uh, you know what you say is your you know your, your word, word is your honor yeah. yeah your word is your honor and i think i remember thinking back and i made a few phone calls and we, we managed to mm. reverse engineer out of that i don't know how we did it but mm. we did uh but the point is you know that whole thing about there's a lot to learn when you trans transition out of the armed yeah. forces that whole community and engagement isn't the same in the civilian world. And that was a big one for me yeah. because you are amazing. You trust so many people, but mm. by the same token, it works both ways. And it's not, yeah. not always the uh, case, is it? I think, I think you're right. I think um, what I've noticed about military, I mean, I mean, the problem now is we're not in the media as much because there's not as many operations always going on anymore. Yeah. When I left the forces, it was it was... It was a big thing. So when I was going to pitch to construction companies, mm-hmm. you know, I'd actually leave my pitch by saying I'm ex-forces. And yeah. instantly, and I don't know what it was, that kind of break down all the barriers. Yeah. We can trust this guy. He's just here to deliver mission-critical yeah. um, application to a challenge we face in our business. And it was that sort of a relationship. So there was that trust from, from they trusted me instantly. Mm-hmm. And the forces did great things for me there. But, but on the same token, yeah. and you're absolutely right this, yeah. We're very trusting. And as I said earlier on, you know, on your way up, people want to give you advice. No one's mm-hmm. switching your way down. And I think that's the same with once you start becoming a little bit more known mm-hmm. um, and people want to spend your money. And I think it, we're so trusting because all our lives, mm-hmm. we've, we, we, we live on trust. Actually, trust is everything. Yeah. Uh, and, and you'll always remember that. And I think, you know, when your senior in, in the military tells you to do something, even if it's to do your top pocket up, they'll yeah. find a reason why that's important in the battleground. You yeah. know, because if you don't do it here and you don't do it there, you might forget something. So yeah. I think we're just built on trust and built on mm-hmm. respect as well for others. So um, that's a core value. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I think it's very easy to fall into that trap. And, into it, and it gave me at that time, and I think we were talking about five years ago, it gave yeah. me another layer to the service that we were providing, making sure that, guys, make sure you look at the contracts, look yeah. at the small print, don't don't just sort of do the word of well, mouth. I think your thing. team was a lawyer, a law student, <laughs> yes. wasn't it? And we got we got yeah. them involved. And I mean, that's a resource I wouldn't have had. I mean, yeah. I would have just sat there, got into debt, and gone, oh well, we've, yeah. we've, we've lost it. Page start again, you know. Yeah. But actually, reaching out and this thing which we don't do enough reach out, I should do. Reaching out to people like yourself and saying, well, I've got this challenge. It doesn't have to yeah. be a business challenge. It could be just an actual thing, yeah. like a contract challenge. Yeah. Um, and you guys got involved, and you know, we went back to that event a year later, right? You know, yeah. so yeah. actually, we went back again when it was right for us. Exactly that. And that's the point. Yeah. Um, so we we. We did it in a way that was really well. We, we respected each other and yeah. that, but having your support was great. 
And I think this is the key thing for us about Exforces and about what, what, what this has enabled us to do is grow really valuable, meaningful relationships mm-hmm. with not only your team and your delivery um, team uh, uh, generally. I mean, mine was very lucky. I was ex-military as well. Yeah. Um, but it's also experience in business. We've got mm-hmm. the best of both worlds there. But it's the people you also bring with you. So it's all of the other beneficiaries. Yes. Because um, you've, uh, you, you know, I think uh, it's right to say that you've had uh, some good support from the other peer-to-peer. Yeah. You've given a lot back as well. So, yeah. and just before this interview, you bumped into John Keaton, our, yeah, our, yeah, yeah. Honey know, man. our honey man. Yeah. And it's just, it's just beautiful to see the camaraderie yeah, between yeah. our beneficiaries. And if I'll be really honest, you know, we built XF to be a community, to be mm. that family. And I really think that that has the essence there and you've mm. just articulated that back which I think is really important. Now, there's something else I wanted to ask okay. you. Now, I'm not prepared for this. Nora, this is really, we are doing this live, aren't we? So. Yes, we are. And we'll probably get that on, on live as well. But um, there's uh, um, there's a lot of reasons. I'm, I'm proud of so many of you mm. guys that have come through this. Like our business mum. Yeah, I'm your business mum. Well, that doesn't age yeah. you at all. Yeah. 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 No, 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 that's absolutely, you know, you know I'm a grandma. So <laughs> well. Uh, so, um, you've you've created quite a lot in such a. How old are you now? Do you mind sharing? Thirty-one now. Thirty-one. So it's incredible. Yeah. And uh, one of the connections. Thirty-two on Monday. Thirty-two on Monday. Happy birthday to go. PJ! Very very soon. <laughs> so one of the connections that we made uh, for you, which uh, they love you to bits mm. uh, as well, is the London Stock Exchange. Yeah. How is that working for you and how do you feel about it? So we've had three really big moments for XF with partnership-wise. And I think, so we've spoke a lot about what you do for business in general and partnership. But actually, the bit we don't see is the power of you and X-Forces as a brand for bringing other big brands in. Yeah. Um, I think that's such a change. Members of the Armed Forces Covenant, and that's a great thing. Yeah. But but it needs a driving force to get people to really understand it and and use it. And um, the London Stock Exchange has a program called the Elite Programme. It's the program you go on if you want to list on the stock exchange. Um, other people before me have been like, you know, Skyscanner, Hollywood Bull. Most yeah. of the FTSE companies have gone through that program. And uh, and they approached me to ask if I would like to join the program. And yeah. uh, it was really interesting. So I went on my first day there, um, and I go there every month, yeah. and we do lots right. of training. So I've been on the program for four years, fully funded, which is great. And um, my, first, my first day, there 17 of us in our cohort, and everyone stood up and gave their talk, and they all say, you know, we've got 400 employees, we're in 16 countries, this and that. And I stood up at the end and said, you know, PJ, of, I think I had like eight employees or something, you know, and, and, and we make one million. So it was very, it was, I mean, big now, obviously, but in comparison, minutia. And it was almost this sense of not feeling like we should have really been on the programme, actually. But what was really fascinating was actually, I was being approached more than the other companies because people were fascinated about how we start with, you know, pretty much nothing yeah. and we just drove and, and the support we had and, and the culture as well. Yeah. The biggest thing I noticed that big companies seem to struggle with that I speak to in particular is they've got the skills down to a T but not the culture. Yeah. With the military businesses, we all seem to have the best culture yeah. but, and we can learn the skills yes. and that's what I always say. So yes. when I employ people now, we employ based on values rather than skill yeah. because we can teach skill and that's because we've been taught skill. You know, 100%. so. 100%. And I, I don't know if Martin ever shared with you, but he used to have, or he still does, and he's taught it taught it to me now as well, which is the Basque model. And the, the layer underneath is behaviours, attitudes, skills, and knowledge. Yeah. Well, if you haven't got the behaviours and the attitude, 
You and forget it. Yeah. You know, but if you so you've got to get those bits right, and then you can teach the skills and knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm really pleased to hear. But you that's say been that. fantastic, and I mean we have got yeah. there now, and then, and then through that, obviously our next partnership with Cisco. Yes. And this really has been the biggest one. And if I can do a name drop, it's to Scott Gardner, CEO, yeah. who through Scott's his great. yeah through his partnership with you guys has identified us as a technology company, and he's in technology obviously Cisco. I mean the global leader in what they do. Um, has put us in touch with his team. And we're now working together on some major projects in the UK, um, digitising construction. In fact, our project went live two weeks ago uh, in the north, and we're looking to do some really big innovative stuff in construction using the very latest technologies, which haven't been seen yet. Um, And uh, the support of that brand, and they're a big sort of faceless brand, I suppose. You would look at them from the outside, but actually... Those guys, they really want, and, and it wouldn't have been if it wasn't for the relationship. They would have never, never known about me. So that's been fantastic. And, and they've just, got a good culture as well. I fantastic culture, yeah. and they employ like sports guys. Well, which is great. So I'm paired up with obviously Andrew Dobson um, yeah. and Paul Garvey and many others in that business, yeah. uh, and um, that that's been great because that they, again they get it. But I think, and then from that, it's just perpetual, isn't it? And I think if you put your hand up and say you're happy to be part of it, you join it. Yeah. And weirdly, I've always sort of, I mean, I've never wanted for anything. I mean, I grew up on, you know, army pad states, you know, no money, you know, being very, very humble in our sort of ways. But uh, we've we've been successful because we're just doing the right thing. Yeah. And, and and money's become a byproduct of, of our business doing the best thing. Yeah. Um, but we we know that. So as a brand, you know, we, we care chat passionately yeah. about giving back. So, you know, this year we've given away so far today, 50% of our net profits back to charity. Um, our, our company policy is between 5 and 10% of profits every year, net profits yeah. to, to charity. Yeah. Um, we believe strongly that if you can, you should. Yeah. Um, and it's never a handout to hand up. You know, yeah. that's, that's, that's always, always there's things yeah. we try and emphasize because I've got a lot of support. Yeah. Um, and I think it's important that we give that back. Yeah. But through doing that, What's then happened is, you know, more partnerships with them. So the Federation of Small Businesses yes, that's right. um, got introduced to us, and that's been fantastic. Because yeah. you won the Sodring Honour Award. That's right, yeah. For, and, and those, yeah, and the FSB gave uh, free, membership free membership to again. the winners of the business categories. Yeah. And that's... Uh, so we got the free membership, and yeah. then uh, they came on board, and, and the, the PR's been amazing. But the, the biggest one was uh, only last week, uh, being asked to become an ambassador for Startup Loans UK. Right, full circle. So it's kind of full circle, isn't it? Yeah, I've, got the, I've got the funding from... Startup loans, like yeah. yourself as a delivery partner, gone through that journey, and now they've kind of gone, great, and now can you become an ambassador for us to Brilliant. encourage more people through that same journey? Yeah. Um, and I think money is money, but money with advice is, yeah. is worth 10 times more and, and the correct mentorship. So, Absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of nice now. So what's next for you? What's the next big thing? So, well, I now, have, I now have, yeah, I've got, you know, I've got a lovely wife and a, and a three-year-old boy, Alfie, and uh, very much now for me, my order is... You know, dad, husband, entrepreneur. Yeah. You know, I've, I've, I've achieved so much in a short time that I'm more than happy with what I've got. But I think for next now, is to look at give back. Yeah. So our next stage, I think, is to look at set the foundation. Yeah. And this foundation will all be about supporting. Uh, it's it's in two two areas really. So one is uh, getting children into STEM subjects. I oh, mean, fantastic. Well done. And that's through you know, contact Debbie. I think inspired me actually at the uh, Stop Change that, event. And Santos. Yeah, so the Santos event. I, I was really inspired Gosh. by that. You've got my little black book. It's brilliant. Yeah, I know. And, uh, you know, our first, we've already done our first project. We went to Ash Manor School, which was my old school. Yeah, um, very underfunded. And we, we did a day, uh, an entrepreneurship day there. Yeah. Uh, where we got the whole year group into it. Because they don't teach entrepreneurship in schools, which I think is bonkers. But anyway, another, another podcast. Um, and uh, and, we, and we gave money away to the students. And, and we're now doing projects and building rocket cars and stuff like that. Brilliant. But we're going to formalise that. So that's the first area. And then the second area is, is 
this will be part of financial business almost to give back to yourself is how can we become a bit, an ambassador for X forces people into entrepreneurship and, awesome. and this is this sort of activity we're doing today yeah. so so uh, absolutely and um, I've got some great ideas I think you would be an inspiration to so many different that's people that's very kind to say so to have you uh, now being part of our network of ambassadors yeah. is absolutely the right thing I mean you yeah. were one of our first you are very special you yeah. do know this the I think most of the people who we started with actually that group that, that group initially we, we still talk and we're still running companies but I think you asked a question as well there and I, I kind of went in two ways so it was what's next for me but actually what do we need as a company yeah. Yeah. You know, we're, so if we're, I had a magic wand yeah. what would that be? well if you had a magic wand Ren, there'd be lots of things I'd like but uh, <laughs> I, I can only choose one I'm so it's going to be business yeah, related John said the lottery numbers yeah, John, I wouldn't be here if that was the uh, I think if I yeah, um, I think I think for me if, if I had the opportunity to be to, to get anything next to yeah, I think we're through that stage now where we've grown to a, to a size yeah. we're now looking to do the next scale up model how do we get right. to the next bit and I think for us advice but I think the advice we got initially with X-Forces was great to get us going yeah. I think the advice we need now is at a different level. So I think what we're now looking at is, you know, maybe any non-executive directors listening out there who yeah. think they can add real value to my business would be great. great. Um, That's a really good ask. Unfortunately, some of the partners that you work with due to sort of, I suppose, conflict of interest can't ever come an ed for us. Yeah. So I think looking at um, anyone out there who sort of thinks, you know, we can add real value to this as a technology company working in construction wants to scale. Yeah. Uh, great. Uh, yeah. I think that really is advice. So, so it's advice and uh, support because it is normally yeah. at the top and making those decisions yeah, right, yeah. where you've got you know your capacity building that is just so important mm. what about cash are you okay with capacity building on the cash yeah side? I think um, I think my father-in-law Danny is, 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 is a builder and he's very much always said with you know if you can't afford it you shouldn't buy it so I've never leased anything and, we, and we've been very the only loan I've ever had in my life is a startup loan and yeah. the only reason I got that loan was for the support <laughs> so yeah. so um, you know we're, we're quite good there from, from that point of view um, and we're very very sensible I think it's probably the reason why we lasted so long actually yeah. our companies do overspend maybe in the beginning without the right support but I think for us it's, it's how do we now get to the next stage and that for us the next stage is you know, you, know, you know 10 million plus with yeah. with international markets I suppose is for us yeah. the next sort of movement uh, but also how do we scale up structure yeah you know well that's a really good so ask. if you're out there yeah um, <laughs> and actually I think you'll probably get a, quite a few people saying you know they yeah. probably want to support you on this so I think do you know what PJ well done you no thank you you came out you've done 10 years 16 were you when you got in yeah, no, I, so I, I couldn't get in the first time, so I didn't have any GCC, so I had to reapply. So I won't say what, you know, how that went, but, um, but yeah, no, it was, uh, yeah, we're very young. Yeah. That now, but, so um, then you're still very yeah. young when you came out, so 26, mm. you're only 31, and you've got a multi-million pound turnover organisation yeah. and practically no debt, if any debt. Yeah, we have no debt, yeah. Right, great. Therein lies an amazing story. I wish yeah. you all the best, but I don't even think you need me to wish that mm. because, quite frankly, you're going places. But I just want to say one thing, mate, just very quickly, because I spoke to a few armed forces people recently, yeah. and I still keep in contact and say, well, we can do that. Yeah. And I always say to anyone out there from the military community is, is quite simply, when you made a decision to join the forces, <laughs> that decision was a much bigger one than yeah. the decision to leave and start a business, actually. Right. And the support blanket is massive out there. If you want it, it's more available now than ever before. Um, so I think if, if you want to go for it, have the conversation. You can do it while you're in the forces now, once you leave, but have that conversation. Open up to being wanting support. It's not a bad thing to ask for it, and there's a yeah. lot of stigma around that as well. Um, and and it, it does just arrive. And if you need it, I'll help you. you know, I'm more than happy to. So no, thank you, Ren. And uh, here's another six, I suppose, isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> no problem at all. Yeah.
Forces Enterprise is the leading organisation supporting the military into business and enterprise learning in the UK, providing training, mentoring, networking and government-backed loans for startup businesses. Our microfinance success rate is over 90% and reflects the handrail of support our beneficiaries receive. Exforces Enterprise's model of support reflects the ethos and values of the armed forces by providing a community and a sense of belonging. As a member of the Army Reserves and an entrepreneur since an early age, these are values I hold dear. I also believe that enterprise skills are life skills, whether you are starting your own business, preparing for employment or volunteering. Exforces Enterprise have helped equip thousands for the next path in life. If you are a member of the Armed Forces community and want to find out how X-Forces Enterprise can support your discovery and journey into enterprise, please visit us on x-forces.com. That's the letter x-forces.com.